0: This is Ashland Connected, sharing stories of success in our connected communities, inspiring you to get connected too. Ashland Connected, a presentation of the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce is brought to you by the Bill Harris dealerships in Ashland and Loudonville. Now, here's your host, Amy Daubenspeck. Hi,
1: chamber friends. Today on Ashland Connected, we are going to be talking about building community by strengthening our downtown. And our guest today is one of my favorite people on the planet, Sandra Tennell, director of Ashland Main Street. Welcome, Sandra. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's get right into it.
2: Uh, Tell us a little bit about the history of Ashland Main Street. So in 2010, if you were around back in that day, we had a countywide strategic plan, and one of the things that came up out of that plan was to build a more vibrant downtown. I was on the committee for that. We discussed a lot of things. We decided to join the Main Street community, which is actually a national thing. Um, and one of the things that is a requirement of being a national Main Street community is to have a Main Street organization with an executive director, and everybody in the community kind of looked around at each other because everybody else had a job, and I didn't at the time. I mean, I was on council, but I didn't have a full-time job, and so poof, came the director. And so the idea is that we um, try to improve our downtown because the downtown is the heart of the community, and if that heart gets stronger, the whole community gets stronger. So... Um, We work on how the downtown looks. We work on how the downtown businesses are doing. We have um, promotions of our downtown businesses and downtown events. We have downtown events. We do fundraising. So all of those pieces are a part of the Main Street um, ethos that we all do in different ways all over the country. And here we are, I'm doing math 13 years later, rocking it out. So anybody
1: that that's been in Ashland for quite some time would know that there have been several downtown organizations that have come and gone over um, many years. And I believe the there was a thought that, oh, you know, it won't last, that type of thing. But uh, where where do you think uh, uh, the
2: staying power comes from? I think it comes from having a director. Not that it's me per se, but that Ashland had a lot of merchant groups, which are great organizations. But it's a group of merchants, duh. And but if you if you own a business and you're in a merchant group and your merchant group is putting on an event, and if you have something happen at your business, your primary focus is your business. So you may not be able to be a part of that event, and that event may not go as well. Whereas having a director, that director's business is Main Street. So. You know, I'm not being taken away because I have somebody calling off at my restaurant or I have a shipment that came in early that has to be unloaded, which is something that, you know, merchants deal with and business owners deal with all the time. So I think that was one of the things that we liked about the Main Street concept at the very beginning was that seemed to set it apart from what we had done before and done unsuccessfully was to say there's a person in charge and that person's only focus is Main Street and that person doesn't have to worry about other things tearing that person away. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the merchant groups are fantastic. I mean, they're the ones who are living and breathing down here, but to have that one person focus on it. And yeah, those first couple of years, I spoke at a lot of organizations and a lot of people said, this is never going to work. So it's nice to know that they were wrong. That sounded really <laughs> <That's right. laughs> That sounded horrible, but I mean, also, yeah, it, here we are. What would you say is
1: probably the, the thing that takes up the most of your time working on main
2: street? Probably membership, what every other Main Street has done is they've raised the money first and then hired a director. And I, who am slightly optimistic, said, it'll be fine. People will throw money at us. And um, that is not true. So we started out at the very beginning, kind of like shaking the bucket and asking uh, board members like, hey, could you board me a $5 bill or something? Um, So that membership piece that we didn't put in, we didn't really start focusing on until the end. I think that that was an issue. And so constantly explaining to people like, this doesn't just happen. Like well, what's going on downtown takes a lot of work and does take some capital. And um, we would love you to be a part of that. So, and anybody can be a member of main street. It doesn't have to be just downtown business. And, you know, a lot of our downtown businesses are, are mom and pop organizations. They've got, you know, one owner, maybe one employee or two. So to ask them to give money, absolutely is a big ask, but I think that the rewards are, are phenomenal. Obviously,
1: there's been this huge renaissance with downtown Ashland. What did downtown Ashland look like when Ashland Main Street started compared to what it looks like today?
2: I remember coming to town when we were first moving here, and there, was, there were no cars, and there were no people, and there were not tumbleweeds, but I felt like the tumbleweeds wanted to be here. And I thought, huh, that's weird because I come from a town that has a pretty vibrant downtown and it has the same bones. Like, I wonder why it's not like that here. And and I definitely don't want to dismiss the work of businesses that have been down here longer than our 13 years. There are businesses who have been down here for generations doing an amazing job and are are huge, important parts of our downtown When downtown first, when Ashland Main Street first began, the building occupancy was 75%. So 25% of the businesses or the buildings downtown were empty. If you were here, then you might remember the Weiss drugstore completely empty. I mean, now that's Foundation Plaza. Gilbert's was just closing about that time, maybe a little bit after we started. So that was, a, I mean, that's three acres of, of business that we were like, oh gosh, now what? So, and then a lot of just little businesses that were empty, or people coming and staying maybe nine months, not really having a long-term goal or having some sort of uh, business plan. Um, now, this year is our best year ever. We're at 96% occupancy. I had to kind of make the numbers, readjust them, because a lot of people are on, on upper floors now. That was kind of our next big step is pretty much every downtown first floor space is full. Now we're talking on south and second and church and center and the cross streets and, of course, main street. And now those second floors, having them be available for housing, Airbnb's, which didn't even exist when we first started, and businesses—that's that's a huge next step. So ninety-six percent is like pretty pretty amazing. So if you're somebody who has a business downtown, thank you.
1: And what would you say the catalyst of that would would
2: be of that revitalization? It was a couple things. You know, we we were plugging away pretty hard. When the bicentennial came in twenty fifteen, I think that was huge because we had so much going on downtown. We had a big hit of beautification. That's when the flower baskets and the flower pots first happened. And that was something that we'd been asking for years to have happen. And I think when people saw that, that was such a such an amazing moment to say, Oh my gosh, look how beautiful our downtown truly is. It's not just Sanders saying it's beautiful, like now we can see it. That was monumental. I would say Uniontown was probably the next catalyst that came along because they took a, a huge, huge building. They put a restaurant into it. So before we had shop, I mean, we had restaurants. There have been restaurants downtown this whole time, but you'd come down and maybe go to like one or two shops in a restaurant and be done. So you could be downtown for like two hours and have knocked out downtown Ashland. Now, because Uniontown is a destination and people are coming from all over the state, you see these license plates that are from Counties I've never even heard of they're coming here and then while they're here they're checking out the downtown so to have that retail piece but also that that social that eating that drinking piece that, those are really the two halves of that of that attraction whole of hold to have them come and say you know there's something to do besides just you know run into one shop and be gone so um, I think those two events were probably I mean besides us farming our organization. I think those two events are probably the biggest things after we formed National Mainstreet that really kind of validate what we've been seeing the whole time. Like I can stand in front of a civic organization and talk about all the great things that are going on and that are possible and that you can help make, be a part of, but to say, and boom, here it is, it's funny because in all give presentations, I was always using photos from other organizations that I can say, oh, look, they're all our photos. Like, look at these before and afters that have happened in our downtown. Or look at these businesses that weren't here before. I mean, after Uniontown opened, we had four more restaurants open downtown, three of them during COVID, which is just mind-blowing. Nobody else can say that anywhere in the state, I know, and probably I'm not sure where else in the country they can say that. I mean, that that is just, that's unheard of.
1: I know that uh, events are a big part of what Ashland Main Street does. Let's start with, since it's October, let's start with uh, the events that are coming up for the last quarter of 2023.
2: So we have Costume Crawl, which is the 27th, the last Friday of the month. And that's a really cool event because it came from our events committee. They said we want to have an event that we all want to participate in I'm like, okay, that's cool, because most of the events, they're working. So it's kind of an adult trick-or-treat. We have a costume contest. People walk around in some amazing contests. We have drink specials downtown. This year, Explore Ashland is going to be having their silent disco, which should be amazing. I've had so many people say, I can't wait to participate in that. So that is really exciting to have that um, be a piece of this downtown event on the 27th for the first time ever in ashland's history ever i think mark your calendars there'll be trick-or-treating actually on halloween um we're going to have our downtown costume capers which is a downtown trick-or-treat from forty six thirty, on the 31st of october it is happening and in everybody be aware actually (laughs) it's it's kind of mind-blowing because we always do it that last tuesday i'm like wait a minute and then we take a two second break. And then we, Ashland Main Street, will have our shop hop, which is Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and then the Saturday of the parade. So that's um, November 24th, November 25th, and December 2nd. Starting out Black Friday is kind of like a nanana na nana, boo boo to the big box stores. And then of course, Small Business Saturday is a huge, let's supporter all of our small businesses. And then the shop hop, you get a cool bag, you get to go to all the participating stores, you could win a cool gift basket at the end. And then the last day of the shop hop is, of course, the Christmas parade and the tree lighting and the fireworks where like five million people come to downtown and watch our awesome, amazing Hallmark-esque event. <laughs> of course. But it's not a Hallmark theme. Everybody keeps asking me. We just, it just seems Hallmarky. And the Christmas parade theme is what? Um, Christmas through the eyes of a child.
1: Fantastic. So beyond that, I mean, looking into 2024, what are some of the other signature events that Ashland Main Street puts on? Oh, wait, I forgot
2: some. My bad. Err. We also have the window decorating contest during the shop hop. And then we have breakfast with Santa. So if you didn't get to see Santa in the parade or some other time, we're having breakfast with him at Uniontown. 2024. So I'm sure somebody has talked about this before. We are having a massive solar eclipse on April 8th. We would be in the path of totality. Um, if the world ends, we'll all be here together. So we are planning um, fun events during that weekend because a lot of people are expected to be coming in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we're going to have concerts downtown. We're going to have activities downtown. We'll probably move hidden spaces to that event that weekend. Um, we have another, a bunch of other cool things planned for then. So we really want to make Ashland be welcoming for that regardless if the sun cooperates and hides behind the moon or not, but I hope it does. We have Ale Fest. It'll be our fourth annual. Oh my gosh. Which has been um, so important to our organization to be able to um, really help build us because it's been a great fundraiser for Ashland Main Street. And then we have breweries. We've had more and more every year. We had 22 last year, 24, so many and people come from all over for that. That's, it's a, it's a fun event. Like everybody has fun. The volunteers have fun. The brewers have fun. The people who attend have fun. Like everyone's just happy. It's like, well, this is nice. If all the events were just everybody being happy, it would be pretty sweet. So that will be, um, June 15th, which is the day before Father's Day, because our inside name for it is not, not your father's craft beer festival. That's a little bit more wordy than Ashland Fest, I guess. Um, we have the car show, which is that um, second Saturday in July. Um, we have our concert series, our music on Main series, which is sponsored by Caldwell Banker, which is in Foundation Plaza. Live music here in downtown. Yeah, those are probably like our big things. And we do we do some shop hops, We've done different shop hops for different events. We'll probably have one when the eclipse is here. We've done them for the Kentucky Derby. We've done them for Easter. We. Kind of fun event times to do fun event things so yeah those are probably our biggies though where it's a lot it is a lot yeah
1: <laughs> thank you for noticing that we'll be back with more from our guest but now let's hear a word from our sponsor bill harris dealerships
0: at bill harris dealerships we are proud to be distinctly different Always guided by our core values, we are committed to providing you with a top-rate experience every time you step through one of our doors. Our service and sales teams are staffed with automotive experts who love providing meaningful service to everyone who visits one of our three dealerships. So whether you're looking for a brand new Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, or something from our always-changing used inventory, you can depend on Bill Harris dealerships to always be there for you.
1: Well, back to Ashland Ale Fest, I know that it's, like you said, it's become the premier fundraising event for Ashland Main Street. And because it's been so successful, that has given the organization even more legitimacy and afforded
2: your own space. So let's talk about that. If only you could see it, if this were a webcast, not a podcast. (laughs) Something we had discussed for many years, and spoiler alert, Amy is on my board and is my board president, so she's been in these discussions since day one. The chamber was super, super, super generous and let Ashland Main Street have space in the chamber building for many years as we were starting out back to those, hey, can I borrow $5 to do something days? And it was great. And what I always liken it to is it was time for us to move out of our parents' basement. While it was great to not pay rent and to have Renee answer the phones and put them back to me and to be able to, you know, have a place for people to drop stuff off, it's time to be a big organization have our own space. And it just kind of happened to fall into our lap that David Lee said, hey, I've got an apartment available. And I said, would it make a nice office? And it does. In spite of the 22 steps, you have to walk up. And it's an old building in downtown, so there are 22 steep steps. But yeah, to be able to have people just pop in, ask questions, be able to be directed, to be able to open my windows and hear people having live music, which always just gives me goosebumps every time that happens, um, and to be able to pop out and to meet somebody somewhere has been, has been great. I mean, that has I think has been wonderful for our Main Street organization to say, you know, like you said, give us legitimacy, say we're doing our own thing. We're not a branch of the chamber. We're not a branch of the city. We're an organization that does fundraise on its own and does do its own things and has a great partnership. I mean, there are mainstreams out there that don't get along with their CVBs or their chambers or their cities, which kind of horrifies me to think about. But, I mean, it's great that we have such an amazing relationship that people think we're the same organization, but we're not.
1: So if somebody wanted to find you, how, how would they go about doing that?
2: Well, if I'm here, I have my flag out. We Our official address is 143 and a half A. So that puts, we're above Antiques on Main. We, our stairwell's a little bit hidden. We're working through some ideas for that. But um, we have our little um, literature box out front if you need to grab a map or something. And I'm not here. And then, yeah, there's a sign. There's um, a little placard on the front. And you can... Come on up and say, I want to be a member of Ashland Main Street, here's a million dollars. Or you can say, I really wish that we could do this event let's talk about it. Or anything else.
1: So tell me how being connected in the Ashland community helps the Ashland Main Street organization grow. Oh, these are like the hard
2: questions. Ooh. (laughs) I think it's important because we try to bring people together and be connected. I mean, like I said, the heart of the community thing, you know, we'll have, the more people come down and support our downtown, the more it helps our whole city. But also I think that we offer a lot of things that other organizations in our community can use and vice versa. So, you know, we like to help out with with different organizations, we like to help support them. We like to be a part of different activities and events. I mean the a lot of the things that we do come out of ideas that other people brought to us. And those are people we met through activities or events that weren't necessarily ours. So I think that, you know, if, if you look at the bunch of spokes, you know, we're all different spokes on this big ash on the wheel. And you know, when when I do something, it may impact you or it may not, but it may impact somebody else who then will impact you. That makes sense. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> I love it. We're going to say it did. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, how else can people know what's going on with Ashley Main Street? Well,
2: we have a very popular Facebook page, we have an Instagram page, we have a website. We have a newsletter coming any second before Amy's birthday. <laughs> we we just had right. something come up that was an issue with it. So my I'm trying to get it out before Amy's birthday, which is December 30th, if anybody wants to give her a present. <laughs> <laughs> a surprise to everybody, I know. Yeah. Or you can just, you know, drop an email, director of org. I answer them. Give us a call. I mean... Find me a Perk because I'm probably drinking coffee there. That's the... Satellite office. Yeah, that, that's the tragedy of being right down here. Like, how am I going to get my coffee? Yeah, I mean, please, please reach out. I mean, it, it's... I'm the director. We have committees. We love people to be a part of them. Some of our best events and ideas have come from other people saying, let's do that. Alefest. Fest, somebody else said, we should have an Ale Fest. I'm like, I get, like, what does that mean? And I went to one. I'm like, oh yeah, this is happening. So yeah I mean that everybody's input I think is super crucial to what we do. Thank you so much. that's
1: amazing. So as we start to wrap this up, I don't know if you've listened to any of my podcasts before, but I like to do my three question lightning round ask you these fun questions that you know people just want to know how your mind works. so are you ready for that? No, but I, that
2: doesn't mean okay. Anything. <laughs>
1: Drink. Well, everybody, if anybody knows you, they know that you're very fashionable. So I came up with this one for you. So, <laughs> what is the craziest fashion trend you ever
2: rocked? I don't know if it was a trend. I, in seventh grade, had this green skirt and I safety pinned all of my like little stuffed bunnies on it before Easter. I thought I looked amazing. If you can't see Amy, she may be crying. She's laughing so hard. I mean, this is also the 80s. So imagine did I I so I had my big glasses. I had I, I couldn't pull off the the hair. But yeah, I think I had a button-up shirt and this big green circle skirt with all these bunnies on it. I thought I was the bomb. <laughs> In retrospect, I probably was not. But yeah, I don't, I don't really hip on I I miss trends. It would be nice one day to be trendy. That's hilarious.
1: Okay, so speaking of the 80s, what is your
2: favorite decade and why? The 80s. <laughs> Duh. 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 Um, if you have heard the 80s music, then you know it is the best decade. I mean, I think that goes without saying. Luckily, my 14-year-old also agrees with me because that's the job of the parent is tell your child how much better your decades were than hers. Um, so rocking that one. Yeah. 80s ah, the, the hair not so much for me but yeah the music I mean that that's why they have a whole station dedicated to it so we can all relive it over and over and over again every day yeah all <laughs> time. in my head right now because I thought don't ask me my favorite song there's too many there's too many
1: okay so you've answered this last question before and I'm hoping that you'll give the same answer because it was hilarious <laughs> And I what? just have to share, I have to share this again. So are you ready? Yeah, You know what it is, don't you? I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Okay. If you were a potato,
2: how would you want to be cooked? We should preface this with, this was the question at the Ashland Area Chamber Awards for the finalists last year. Two years ago. Uh, two years. God, two years. How time flies. Yeah. If I were a potato, did you know... That if you take potatoes and squeeze them really hard, they turn into vodka. The best use of the potato, bar none.
1: (laughs) I love it. Fantastic. Woo! (laughs) Well, okay, so we're going to be, we're almost done here. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this year, Bill Harris Dealerships, for sponsoring the Ashland Connected podcast and going on this journey with us. I'd like to thank Sandra again for being our wonderful guests today. Uh, I'd like to thank the audience for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcasts. You can uh, listen to those from our website, ashlandoh.com, from ashlinconnected.com. You can also find them on Spotify and other podcast platforms. And before we go, I'd like to talk about Member Merch Monday. Did you know that the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce loves to wear your swag? So if you have a shirt or whatever with your logo on it, and you want us to wear it on a Monday, we would be more than happy to do that. So um, if you're interested in being part of Member Merch Monday, where we, we wear your merch, and we also promote it on our social media platforms, um, just contact the office and we'll get you in the rotation. And with that, this is Amy Dobbins signing off, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.
0: This has been Ashland Connected. Catch more episodes monthly on ashlandconnected.com, ashlandoh.com, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Ashland Connected is brought to you by the Bill Harris dealerships in Ashland and Loudonville and by the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce. The Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce is here to help Ashland businesses get connected to people, services, and benefits to help your business grow. For more information, call 419-281-4584 or visit ashlandoh.com for more information. This has been Ashland Connected, a service of the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce, a Bryan Media production.